This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Homestyle Radio. Well, 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 here we are again, boys and girls. Halfway through the Ho 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 Homestyle Radio Podvent calendar. 12 down, 12 to go. And don't forget, if you have any Christmas dedications or requests, do send them to Santa at holradio.net. Now, that's exactly what Michelle from Norwood has done. She's got in touch. Uh, let's see. Dear Father Christmas, many thanks to you and the team for providing such brilliant Christmas cheer over the last 12 days. And as a thank you, I thought I'd write you a fun Christmas poem to help spread even more joy. So here goes. There once was a young elf named Fred who spent most of Christmas in bed. He started to cry. His friends wondered why. It's because his family were all dead. Uh, uh, well, that's a nice effort, Michelle. I'm not sure I'd give it 10 out of 10 for Christmas cheer, mind. But well done anyway. Now, without further ado, let's open door number 12. So, behind the door today, we have Paddy McCarthy. Hi, Paddy. How you doing? You okay, lad? Yeah, fantastic. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, let's get straight into this. Uh, so, it's been a difficult start for Palace uh, this year so far, but uh, things seem to be turning around. What's been the view from inside the camp? Um, well, from from obviously the academy's perspective, we're looking, looking at the first time. I think performances in recent weeks have really been encouraging. Um, the style style of football that that the first team have been playing. Um, second half against West Ham at home a couple of weeks ago was 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 fantastic, um, and obviously the the Tottenham performance at Wembley last week as well. So um, I think the points total doesn't look great, but obviously a lot of encouragement in recent weeks from the performances. Absolutely right, and um, you know, say it's, it's obviously it's fairly uh, well. We don't like to call it typical of Palace, but the the early managerial change, um, you know, we've seen it. We've seen a lot of managers come and go, and that does seem to be the way of the, the Premier League now, doesn't it? If results aren't up to up to expectations, yeah, I think I think right throughout the league, I think uh, managers kind of 
manager's lifespan at the, at the moment in the in the Premier League seems to be really really short. Um, it's it's a league that um, looks like at the moment if you don't get instant results, pressure comes straight away. So um, that's in the case probably over the last couple of years at the football club. But we've got um, a fantastic manager with a great history in charge who's managed um, unbelievable football clubs and obviously uh, managed England as well. So in terms of the, the, the current current manager, I don't think there's going to be a better person out there to, to guide us um, in, the, in the upcoming um, league and fixtures. Yeah, it's certainly been noticeable how he's he's got the team very well drilled. You know, the shape looks uh, very, very sort of secure now. Uh, and obviously you're someone who's started out your... Uh, your managerial career, if you like, with the under-18s, and you've been getting some fantastic results. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the lads have really responded well this season. Um, I've enjoyed working with them all, so it's, 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 results are obviously important. Um, performances are, are important as well, and we're, we're trying to, trying to um, give these lads the best chance of, of going and having a career, and hopefully one day seeing one of them walking out at Christmas, um, at Forest Park, uh, representing Crystal Palace in the first team would be would be unbelievable. Um, obviously, Levi Lameka uh, has played this year at Burnley, which was great. Um, Jason Lakilo, or Lakilo has played as well. Um, so um, it's 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 obviously um, something that we're we're conscious of and something that we're hoping. Um, to achieve in the, in the upcoming years is getting more kind of academy graduates in, in, in and around that first team. And, and one of the, the sort of quirks of the season, and I know you've talked about it before, but it's the fact that you've ended up going with the three at the back um, and, and wing back formation in the, uh, in the under 18s. And that's kind of something that kind of just clicked for you, isn't it? Yeah, we, 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 we tried it last season just, just as a, as a kind of conscious thing to give as part of the lads, um, education. A lot of teams seem to be playing three at the back in in recent years, so um, we, we thought it was only fair that that we gave our players um, an opportunity to, to 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 play it, see how they responded to it, and then just as part of their football education. And for for one reason or another, it just seemed to to really click and suit our 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 individuals are, are kind of thriving in that in that formation and. The other thing is we, we we're not kind of we've got a little bit of a shortage of um of full backs at the moment as well so um when it, it, it kind of suits us as well to, to play the three centre halves and a little bit uh, the wing backs who give us a little bit more attacking threat in wide areas as well so um it's it's a it's a different formation than what the first team are playing at the moment but we still play in the in that Palace way where we're you know resilient in in defence and and look to catch teams on the break and, and, and be exciting in attack. So, um, yeah, it's, it's suited with us. The lads have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed coaching it. I've learned myself along the way. Um, and we're, we're, we're constantly tweaking it and trying to improve it and trying to give get our um, our players the best opportunity, like I said, to perform well and, and catch the eye of Richard Shaw and the under-23s and even the, the manager and Dougie Freeman and Mark Bright and stuff who, who are um, observers at, at, at certain fixtures that we play in. So it's... Um, it's it's been it's been good for us. There's been a fair few uh, players. You mentioned the under twenty three. It's been a fair few what you would call very young players going into that into that level. And similarly, we've had a lot of. I think there's probably been some under sixteens and potentially even under fifteen or two that have have made that step up into into you know the under eighteens as well. You know, is, is that a measure of the talent that's actually there at your disposal? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the, I think the under twenty threes is probably one of the youngest squads in in the in the league. You've got a lot of um, under nineteens really playing in in the under twenty three. So for them competing the way they are is, is fantastic. Um, I've 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 been quoted before to say that if if, team, if players individuals are performing in the younger age groups and and I feel they warrant a, a place in, in my team, then, then I'll, I've got absolutely no issues in taking them up and, and testing them out at under-18s level. So we, we've done that quite a lot. Um, I know that the other coaches in the younger ages do, do it um, quite regularly as well, bringing, bringing players up and playing our best players in, in, the, um, in the older age groups and testing them um, in, in the older age groups. So, yeah, I mean, nobody kind of... To, to earn a earn a earn a place in my team, you you have to really perform well and um, and train hard because it's putting on a crystal polish shirt on a on a Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon it has to mean something to to these lads and it's a it's a special thing to do and um, regardless of who you are you have to earn it and these young lads have really kind of responded to that and and, and taken opportunities and, and um, I love seeing seeing younger players coming up and. I'll continue to to monitor the younger boys below us and, and uh, give them opportunities when I feel they deserve it. That's absolutely great to hear. And obviously, looking at uh, at the Christmas period, we've been talking to to a lot of people um, uh, who, who you know looking at how difficult it is for a footballer. Obviously, at academy level, there tends to be a, a break uh, for the players. But as a professional yourself, obviously, the Christmas period is an incredibly busy spell. How do you cope with that, or how did you cope with that? Um, I don't know. Just be, you, you just um, you just have to get on with it. Really, it's part of the job. It's to be to be a professional footballer. You have to um, make a hell of a lot of sacrifices that probably people on the outside don't even consider. Um, so when everybody's tucking into their Christmas dinner, you're, you're kind of watching what you're eating because you have a fixture the next day. Or there's been occasions where the kids have opened their presents and 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 then I've had to go into training or. I've, I've stayed in hotels on Christmas evening and kind of had to leave me leave the wife and kids behind that um, five o'clock to travel to away game. So yeah, it's it's look it's 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 part and parcel of of of, uh, of having a career. It's um, you have to make a hell of a lot of sacrifices. But la- I think last year was the the first time in I think fifteen years that I spent spent Christmas in Ireland. So um, back home with my family in Dublin. So. That was oh, that was pretty special for me as well. So um, it's it's um, it's it, it is a is a great kind of time of year for for football, but it is um, it is something where you have to really kind of um, become kind of a little bit robust and and, um, and and sacrifice a hell of a lot over over the festive period. Uh, we were speaking earlier to I, I can't name the the player who it was because uh, he might not be he might be after you in the advent calendar so we don't want to spoil the surprise but uh, he was talking about some Christmas parties and uh, one of the ones that he remembered well was one that you'd set up yourself and then proceeded to go back home to bed for during uh, <laughs> is that is that ring any bells? Uh, <laughs> oh, it wasn't Peter Ramage, was it? Oh, my, my, I don't know how you managed to guess that so quickly, but yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, that would have been in, in Dublin, was it? Yeah. So yeah, I, I that's had, the one. Had to pay hefty, I had to pay a hefty, hefty fine. So um, <laughs> I had to pay a hefty fine when I when I did reappear. Um, so yeah, we 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 spent there. Uh, normally, you do have a Christmas party with the lads, and normally kind of start in December, where if, if the fixtures allow, 
you um you normally end up having a, a bit of a fancy dress party or something just to kind of let your hair down before the kind of bulk of the fixtures over the Christmas period. So yeah, that that Christmas party that you're you're talking about was in Dublin and um I, I didn't last the pace as well as some of the other lads and, and then going back to bed and trying to trying to slip off for a little nap and um and the boys weren't too best pleased with me because obviously it's my hometown and um, they expected me to be there, but I did reappear um, and, and stayed out later than than so. I um I got got my um got got back in in the game later on in the evening, so it, was, uh, it ended it all all ended well. He left that bit out, so I think he was he was just oh, focused yeah, on your yeah, yeah yeah he would do yeah yeah I expect <laughs> nothing less from 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 Rambo to be honest with you. <laughs> Love it. Are there any um? Sort of, uh, uh, well, we'll stay on that subject, actually. Any other Christmas sort of party slash function memories that you want to want to share with us? Yeah, drop something else in it? Yeah, love. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got, I've got one actually for myself. So, I, um, so it was again with, with, with the, the player we mentioned before, but if it was him who threw me under a bus, it was with Peter Ramage and we went um, dressed as Jedward um, to a Christmas party in, in London. Um and I I I ended up we 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 all had a hotel and I ended up coming home. Um I ended up coming home instead of staying in the hotel. So I jumped in a taxi and got myself home in the evening and came in and I was a little bit worse for work to be honest with you. So uh, when I when I opened the door the dog was dog was there growling and barking at me in the when I opened the front door and I couldn't I couldn't understand why he didn't just come over and start kinda of, normally wagging his tail and jumping up and licking me but he was dark and barking at me and stuff and it was only when I kind of walked past the mirror in the hallway I realised that I wasn't I was in my fancy dress he didn't know who he was so um, <laughs> the wife came out she wasn't best pleased she's going oh down here the wife's a dog barking so yeah it's normally, it's normally a really uh, really good good time of year but like I said we, we kind of we 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 um well as footballers and we we kind of have to get it in early early December when the fixtures let us allow us and, and then that's it one one night out or whatever you do and then you're kind of back into back into the the serious stuff of, of training and preparing for what is it what is a busy busy schedule over Christmas so that's uh, so that's a that's a tough one really when the answer to the question why is the dog barking is because I'm dressed as one of Jedward that's. That's, that's that's a tough one. That really there is. You go, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I couldn't realise what he was when I looked in the mirror. To be fair, so the missus wasn't best pleased. To be fair, I think she would have preferred me to stay in the hotel. <laughs> Love it. Is there anything, uh, any particular on, on the pitch memories of a, of a Christmas game that, that that stick out in the mind? Um, of a, of a Christmas game, for, for probably. I, I did dislocate my shoulder in a Boxing Day game um, at Selhurst, I think, against um, against Norwich one Sunday, which which was pretty disappointing because you, you obviously sacrifice quite so much over Christmas and and then to 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 get injured and dislocate your shoulder the the, the next day was was probably a standout one. Um, apart from that, not not really. I remember I remember. Um, um, yeah, not really that ones that would stand out apart from, apart from that. To be honest with you, you kind of you kind of go into a little bit of autopilot because the games come so thick and fast over the over the festive period that you um, you're just kind of playing, recovering, playing again. So um, yeah, no no standout ones apart from that. Absolutely, no, it's you know we were trying to think of a few myself, and um, 
one we talked to uh, to another former teammate of yours about. I just remembered because um, I, I said Christmas, but I don't know exactly exactly know when it was. I just remember the fact it was snowing. It was when Matty Lawrence scored for us. Uh, against Sheffield Wednesday in the okay. snow. I remember that one. So, uh, but it, yeah, it's quite a tough question. It's hard hard to remember too many. But uh, no, it's, obviously yeah. it's a fairly intense time of year, isn't it? So, uh, anyway, I think yeah, Nick yeah. will have some quick fire questions for you now. Nick, you ready? No, but I don't right, you ready for these? Okay. Oh, yeah. What's the worst Christmas gift you've ever been given? Oh, Christmas gift, probably. Um, socks off, off my boys they bought me bought me some super socks um, sort of black with like Spider-Man and um, Incredible Hulk and stuff and um, to be honest I, I still still wear them to this day so I've, I've got a bit of stick when people realise that these black socks are actually uh, superheroes so probably them <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've got a pair of Minion socks my daughter bought me that oh, I have to wear yeah, yeah there, there you go, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay you're at the Christmas quiz which player would you want on your team and why? Christmas quiz. Oh, I'd, I'd probably go with David Roy. Um, pretty intelligent, loads of general knowledge. Um, and, and somebody who I, I think would be decent in a, in a, in a quiz environment. And, and how would you do? Ooh, probably not, not too good, unless it was probably, unless it was football questions. Not too good, <laughs> because... Um, that's probably what most of my life revolves around. The either either playing, coaching, or or, or, or coaching my boys' team. Yeah, with my kids. So, yeah, if it wasn't football related, I think I'd struggle. Who would you steer clear of in that circumstance, and definitely not want on your team? Oh, steer clear. Who would I steer clear of in that circumstance? Um, who would steer clear of Sean Derry? I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> don't think he'd contribute. <laughs> No, he'd, uh, again, I think I think probably guilty of the same of the same stuff as me. I think, I think he'd be uh, on general knowledge probably not because we, we we can we can sit down and have a coffee and, and and not speak about anything other than football. So we're probably pretty narrow-minded and, and pretty similar in 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 the fact that we would uh, struggle with anything on football related. Who did, who did you pretend to be when you were a kid when you were playing football then? Um, Paul McGrath, um, Roy Keane. When I was a kid, Paul McGrath and Roy Keane are probably the two standout ones. And then I used to watch a, a, quite a lot of Italian football, and, and Paolo Maldini was another one um, mm. that used to used to stick in my mind. But yeah, I'd say I'd say in in terms of well, I used to love watching Jack Charlton's Ireland team, and Paul McGrath was obviously the the, the standout centre centre back at the time. So he was somebody who I loved watching and tried to emulate. Fantastic. Hey, Indeed. Um, okay, we're, we're sat at home. Recommend us a TV show to watch. Oh, TV show to watch. Okay, um, this is something that that me and my wife quite quite enjoy. We, we love a we love a drama. Uh, I, I would say if you wanted something that to watch at the moment, if you haven't seen it, I'd say Luther. The whole the whole series of Luther. Um, would yeah. be would be a good one for you to watch. Top yeah, yeah my brother half watches that, but I'm not sure it's about the storyline or not. But there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, probably <laughs> probably when my missus watches it as well. Then. <laughs> yes, I hasn't got a clue what's going on, but it looks good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Okay, mate. Well, we won't keep you too much longer. So what I'll wrap this up with is, if you've got a little Christmassy message for the Palace fans. Yeah, um, def- definitely. Merry Christmas to everybody. Stick with the team. Um, I'm sure we will um, We will still be in the Premiership next next year because, like I said earlier on in the in the well, in the chat, was um, performances have been have been fantastic recently, and um, I'm sure things will will turn around. The support support at Selhurst Park is always a massive boost to to the players. I know that know that for a fact. After I've been lucky enough to play in front of the Selhurst crowd, so. Yeah, stick with the team, and hopefully things will turn turn in the not so distant future, and you get we start picking up results that you as fans deserve. Fantastic! Thank you so much, Paddy. Been an absolute pleasure, mate. No problem, chaps. All right. Take care. All the best. And that wraps up another episode of the Ho 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 Hostel Radio Podcast. Make sure you like and share to help us raise funds for the Palace for Life Foundation. I can't do it all myself, you lazy See you tomorrow. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.